Oh, shit. Episode 13. Much to our chagrin. Of the Irrelevant and Illiterate Podcast. I am Double Scoop. That is dead balls. So, um, I took a shit the <laughs> other day. <laughs> and as you know, I have no problem sending you pictures of my turds. No. But I took a dump that looked exactly like the Sepultura S. <laughs> But I didn't send it to you. You want to know why I didn't send it to you? Because it had been like a week or two since I cleaned like my toilet. So I had like one of those, you know, like if you like the toilet water leaves like a ring. If it's like you don't clean it like every up every week. Mm -hmm. So I had like the little water ring in the toilet bowl that had turds in it. And I was like, oh, he'll think I'm disgusting. And that's why I didn't send the picture. And it said I immediately flushed the toilet and then cleaned it. I'll think you're disgusting. Yeah. Okay. Bowl full of soupy logs. And I didn't send it to you because I had a fucking, uh, I guess, what was that? Like calcium buildup or whatever? Sure. A little ring around the fucking drain. I don't have an yeah. MD after my yeah. name. I don't know. I don't know. I figured you knew about cleaning shit. I know about taking shits. You, no, you don't. Yeah, I do. You drop I do. porridge. <laughs> you're a porridge dropper, dude. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, what the fuck? Oh. Well, today, this week, the end of the end of the year is next week. Oh so yeah. So we figured we could do like a 2022 sort of retrospective. Oh. Or not retro? What the fuck? A top top three of the year. Yeah. Sort of thing. A list. If Our you favorites. Would. Yeah. Our, Our li- fucking favorites. A list, if you would. Do you want to get into that now or later? Mm, let's get into it later, because um. I was having a conversation with my mother, and uh, this is like, you know, like I said, you just said, this is 2022, going on 2023, and um, a lot of crazy shit's happened, you know, we've had a global pandemic, you know, people are- More like plandemic. Private- (laughs) It's more like a damn panic. (laughs) We have private citizens going back from the moon to Earth, or Mars to Earth, and back and forth. Not astronauts, just people. We do. Right? Yeah. R- Richard Branson went into orbit. Uh, Elon's working on it. Technically, I mean, they're. So we, we have. Okay, they're not astronauts, but they're nerds. We send nerds to space. They're not even breaking the atmosphere, I don't uh, think. You're getting. You're, they're just, just getting just really shut high the up fuck there. Fuck up for a second. Sure. Jesus, you're stepping on my dick. And my mother still can't get over the fact that people have tattoos. <laughs> like, like, she sees people on, like, um,. Like, professional people. Like, because, like, there's doctors and nurses that have, are completely sleeved up. Yep. And it blows her fucking mind. <laughs> she saw somebody, like, just working, like, at, like, the bank. Like, well, I guess, like, one of her, a teller or something. Yep. And she had, like, sleeved up arms. Yep. She's like, I, she had tattoos from her wrist, probably went all the way up to her shoulders. I'm like, so what? It's like. That is like the most crazy thing that you can grasp onto. You should see how many nurses look like that too. Yeah, it's and like like you said, doctors and shit. Tattoos have existed since the eighteen hundreds and probably way further back, but more they've been more, you know, widespread and normal. The world is totally different place now. <laughs> but still, it's like you she's had plenty of years to get used to it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and yet and yet <laughs> It's just like what the fuck? I'm she, glad my parents grew out of that shit. She thinks she's all that with her tattoos. I'm like, 
Really? I don't think she thinks that. I, I think, think she's just regular. I think she just likes her tat. She has tattoos because she likes them. I'm like, but, I mean, oh. Kevin, she probably listens to Insane Clown Posse or something. But now she was a jo- no juggalos don't work at banks. Uh, they're beyond. They're beyond that shit, dude. Uh, they they probably stick to. Nah, nursing. dude, they make their own rules. They stick to nursing and things. They probably like have that. ways of making money and making a living <laughs> that you've never even heard of. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they already know interdimensional travel. <laughs> Speaking of space travel, fuck like that whoop whoop shit. It's not like a juggalo call. It's actually like them like covering up the noise of a teleportation device. <laughs> it sounds just like it, and they're like, "Did something just go whoop whoop?" He's like, oh, oh yeah, that's that 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 that, that was me. <laughs> I made that noise. That's just one of my lets again. Sorry. Exactly. Well, you know, he's this portal device actually makes the whoop whoop noise. Ga- they, there's a reason they call it gathering of the juggalos. Exactly. It's more like a seance. I think. I guarantee you, if you go to the gathering of the juggalos, right? There's no cars there. Just, no, just, they all rode public buses. No, there. dummy. There's open holes in time and <laughs> open, space. Open portals. Time and space, man. There's like whoop whoop, and it's like I don't know, like Doctor Strange, man. I oh, and all those RVs that they camp in are already there. Yeah, because they don't need them. What they the reason they have those RVs is because if like a hole just opened up out in the broad daylight, a casual could see it, you know. Because there's like security those places. Those guys aren't you know in the know. So they what they do is they teleport into these RVs so they're covered. So then it just looks like a shitload of jugglers are coming out of an RV. Is it like that Men in Black thing, where they just file they just file out of the RV? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that's way over yeah. that RV's capacity. I don't know. And you figure it's not even just jugglers because clowns have been doing that for ages. Hence the term. The oh clown yes, car. the clown car. When all the like the. Car, clowns would get out of the, like the trunk of a car, a tiny little Volkswagen Bug, and they passed it down generation to generation until it finally made their juggalo ancestors or progeny or whatever fucking word I'm looking for. So yeah, I think anybody who wears face paint can teleport. Much motherfucking wicked clown love, indeed. Exactly, mad clown love, blaze your dead homie. Mm-hmm. Two scoops of whoop right here. <laughs> <laughs> Two scoops of whoop. Holy shit. So, I had a lovely meal with my sister the other day. and Is that when she stole your notebook? <laughs> no, I actually left it over her house. Uh-huh. That's why. And she was, we were drinking, and she reminded me of two things that I forgot about. And one thing, actually one thing I forgot about and one thing I didn't even know happened uh when i was really little when i was about it was 1986 so i was 33 i was negative five i was 33 years old no it was it was 85 or 86 we went to the disney that's in florida the only time i've ever been on a plane disney world and it everything was like half the like the shit that's there now wasn't built yet so the only things that we were able to go to were the Magic Kingdom, half of Epcot Center, and then SeaWorld. But apparently, I went to we went to SeaWorld, and the lady who trained that fucking jerk off Shamu, the killer whale, <laughs> that fucking asshole. Don't don't be fooled. That motherfucker's an anti semite. <laughs> but uh, that detractor. Yeah, fuck, he's a he's a Holocaust denier. Don't trust that killer whale. Mm-mm. But apparently, they had like a Q and A with uh. The handler, and my question was completely straight face, asking if she ever got sprayed with killer whale poop or, or shamu poop. 
<laughs> and the girl lady just like just stared at me and didn't like respond at all. And my mom just had to pull me away from it. And I was like, damn, I was pretty awesome even back then. <laughs> and like it's but now I'm thinking like that's a perfectly it's a reasonable, reasonable question. question. Like, because you gotta figure they're swimming in there with those dolphins and shit, you know? And it's it's a pool. It's not an ocean where shit's gonna drift away eventually. So they're probably like thirty percent piss and shit in those things. It's not chlorinated, it can't be. Yeah. It must be salt water. Yeah. yeah it, it has, has to be. be. Yeah. Still though. So it's salty. I love that we both paused for so, yeah. too long. Just yeah. For a second. I was like, which ones do amphibians? <laughs> oh, they're not amphibians. There's mammals. It's a mammal. <laughs> but uh and another thing she said, I used to do this thing where I would run up to people and just say Hey, guess what? And as soon as they would say what, I'd say leave me alone and run away laughing. <laughs> Classic den. And I was like, damn, these bits would still work today. So for the past, I don't know, what's today? Tuesday? Since last Wednesday, I've been doing that. D. Just, just fuck yourself. I've been doing that shit. Just like, hey, hey, guess what? Guess what? Leave me alone. Only I don't run away because I'm fat now. <laughs> but I still laugh just as hard, and it still makes me laugh just as much as I assume it did then. But what a trickster! You I had no idea about this shit, and all it takes is a couple of glasses of fucking red wine, and Allison was just spilling her guts. <laughs> it was fucking fantastic. Shout out Big A. Shout out to A Train. <laughs> ah, what a fucking gem! What a card! What a, what a fucking real rascal! Just like a still to this day, just a rascal. Hanging out while the rascals chopping it she, up. She, you guys must get it honest. Ah, oh, swear to Christ. Or maybe not. Oh. So maybe. let's go with you, buddy. <sighs> let's see. Nothing well, exciting, I tell you. Other that than right running now. electricity to Wick, Wiccan Studios and not fucking setting the house on fire. <laughs> that was a fun uh, experiment I ran uh, finding the breaker. Nobody panel. cares about <laughs> this shit. <laughs> You asked. We actually film hostage negotiate hostage vi- ransom videos in this place too. Yeah, a couple less lights, but yeah, you get you you get the drift if you if you could see the ceiling and stuff in this room. Mm. Matt, what did Matt call it? He said last last week we had Matt on the pod, and he th- he took two steps in the room. I turned the light on. He immediately said, "This looks like that clubhouse from Hereditary." <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, is there going to be a mom in the ceiling cutting her head off a piano wire? <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, shit, you got me. <laughs> it just looks like they filmed snuff here. <laughs> got to give it back. And not even the good stuff. <laughs> not even the good stuff, man. I'm talking where you can tell the girls are really getting killed. Let's see. <sighs> What's happening in the news, Thomas? You want to get into news stories? Fuck yeah, I do. Okay. Well, <laughs> have I got a treat for you I love for treats. you and, every, and all our... Uh, loyal listeners. All six of them. Yeah. This is for... Oh. I'm sure any listener of this show, you've been listening for too long now. This is month four we're getting into with episodes. You should know by now about the uh, the classic. The, uh, the indelible bit, How Do They Party? <laughs> I got this ready. Thanks to our sponsor, IAFD.com, and that is the Internet Adult Film Database. I would love to have them sponsor. 
put in the promo code irrelevant for 100% off your free website. <laughs> anyway, this is Percy Foster. I like his name already. He, fuck he, yeah! <laughs> fuck yeah, that's Percy Foster. <laughs> he is the, the, the dwarf impersonator of Chef Gordon Ramsay. You know what I was going to say? I said he looks like a small version of Neil Patrick Harris. That too. <laughs> oh, I can see the Gordon. The, he is the... Raw! Sm- Raw! <laughs> <laughs> oh. They're running around with oh, a butcher knife. That'd be fucking great. Like, a girl just fucking pulls her shit out on him. And he just looks at it, raw! You expect me to eat that? Raw! He takes two pieces of bread with his hands and has to reach up this high. What are you? What are you? An idiot sandwich. Classic. What a classic pure, classic Percy. What's, what's his name? Percy what? Percy Foster. Percy motherfucking Foster. Now, shout out to him. He stood... The bull. He stands about three foot one. Oh. Now, how do you think he parties? I want to say Percy's a pansexual. That meaning he only has sex with pans. But (laughs) no pots in this house. Percy? See that construction construction worker hat? It could be misleading, though. That could just be to keep his giant head from expanding <laughs> ever outwards until it explodes <laughs> or encompasses the room. Because I imagine if he takes that off, it just looks like uh, the brain from Pinky and the Brain. <laughs> I think Percy, I think he walks both paths. I'm sorry, that is incorrect. Ah, shit! He's a straight shooter. Ah, he only does this. He could pound dude ass if he wanted to. Easily. Yeah. I mean, I'd let him. With with that massive ass he's got? Probably. <laughs> I bet he would do well, too. Percy! Speaking of which, he didn't get to... Uh, he actually didn't make it onto uh, IAFD. What? The smutty website. Uh, it, did, it has no record of him officially. What? They're Percy deniers? See if I ever go on that website again tomorrow. <laughs> oh, how could, you de- how could you deny those little cheeks? Nor are there matches, any matches for his supposed film, The Sport, said gave Foster his big break. Hi-ho, hi-ho, it's up your arse we go. Oh, arse. Maybe he's stri- Maybe they don't fuck with foreigns like that. Maybe not. Euros? Who knows? Because only the, only the Brits say arse, really. Well, all those weirdo talkers over there say well, that. Well, then again, I guess if he's a person and Chef Gord... It kind of, it's kind yeah. of apropos. Though I'd actually be more impressed if you was American and did like a perfect Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, because you're doing the voice and an accent. What's what's uh I almost, what's the what's the other question before? Let's see. He does he does the straight stuff. Uh, is oh, he? So, huh? Well, you we don't have to ask the if is he a top or a bottom because he's yeah he's strictly a slayer of clam. Yep. Uh, do you think uh is he with us? Well, like we said previously, this is 2022 and we've lost a lot to the great injustice, you know, of, you know, life. And nah, fuck it. I'll be, I'll be optimistic. Percy's still hanging. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's no! Incorrect. That's incorrect. No! 
this ah. this article. Since we're also doing the news, this we is have a, a cool god because it's a c- 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 crossover. We have a cool god. The little man's meteoric rise to wealth and fame was tragically cut short. Burner, burner. A week late. A week later, when the diminutive porn actor was allegedly found dead in a badger den in Wales. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second, let me unpack that. There's a reason I printed this out. It's because I'm not <laughs> making it up. <laughs> Here's like, all right, look. All right, look. I can understand. Like, say, like, Percy goes missing, okay? Percy's been missing. His friends and loved ones are like, where the fuck is Percy? You know, they're, they're like looking under the cushions, you know, <laughs> shit like that. Like, who was like, hey, anybody check the local badger dens? Or was somebody just like, you know, traipsing about the woods, you know, as you do. And then he's like, is that a tiny little boot I see sticking out of that badger den? <laughs> How the f- uh, Wait, do badgers live on... I don't even give a fuck, but... <laughs> was he, tell me he was mauled to death by badgers. Spit it out. According to Sky News, the sordid details... That the <laughs> sorted's putting it lightly. <laughs> sorted that the corpse was allegedly dwarf Percy Foster. He had been gnawed by the by animals. Damn. He was eaten by badgers. Damn. If you got to go out one way, that's not bad. I mean, imagine I suppose. living your life just pounding puss, wearing cute little outfits, <laughs> and then you just to get. Mauled to death by fucking badgers. I only printed out the highlights. Oh, God. And it said... (laughs) (laughs) Right, what's that happening in the badger den? It looks like a little Tonka truck. Bill Marigold, uh, X-rated historian, that is. Bill Bill Marigold Marigold told Huffington Post he had never heard of Foster. Adding that... If anybody would know, it is Bill Marigold. Adding yeah. that someone of his stature oh, Jesus. would be memorable. Pill in his fucking humor. Damn. Mm. And uh, Fa- <laughs> he got fucked up by badgers. Are badgers even mean? Oh, they're awful. Oh, I was like, it's like I understand. It was like, yo, we found him in a nest of wolverines or fucking <laughs> hyenas. But badgers is like. Okay. Look at that headline. Gordon Ramsay sex door found dead in Badger's set. It's, Jesus so the, Christ. The article goes on to say uh, uh, there's there's chemicals and stuff in there for trapping them. So oh, Apparently they attract little fucking pussy pounders too. I guess so, but it's, it's, it, it's it, alleged that it could be connected to the chemicals and maybe he got high on them or something. I don't know. I mean, they could be getting some good shit. But they re- should reach out to fucking Gordon for his. Yo, if Gordon Ramsay gives like a fucking nice, like sends a tweet out, like shout out to my, my co- my co- my compatriot, <laughs> my mini me. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry to hear about your passing. P.S. Fuck badgers. <laughs> <laughs> you should make a fucking badger confit in 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 in, uh, in the name of big uh, purse dog. Oh shit! Good lord, making fog wall with badger. <laughs> Jesus. 
Now that. All right. All right. Fucking P. R.I.P. Big purse. To the purse. Big being the Damn. operative word. Sam. No, that means those badges are technically purse snatchers. <laughs> oh boy you ready for some more news <laughs> i don't know if you can top that shit <laughs> i don't know i maybe should have closed with that one fuck that's definitely a closer unless you got florida news uh this is a two-parter kind Ooh. of remember the trump nft you sent me <laughs> <laughs> the other day gotta catch them all dude or the other the other week by now whenever the fuck who it cares was. Uh, it was revealed, further evidence shows, ex-president Donald Trump stole copyrighted yeah. images for a newly launched digital car- trading card NFT collection. Donye, Donye, Donye. A rich uh, a rich business mogul like yourself should know better. Yeah. Or somebody on your team, at least. SMH. Someone's like, hey, you stole my artwork. He's probably like, your wife's fat. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Look at this guy over here talking about stealing. Shut the fuck up, Easter Island head face. <laughs> you ever told me about stealing art? His wife's all fat. Yeah, newly serviced. Son's evidence. getting mauled in badger dens. <laughs> Suggests Donald Trump stole copyrighted images to create his recent, recently launched digital trading card NFT collection. The former president was accused of photoshopping images from small scale clothing brands across the country to form the basis of his NFT venture. Wait, those were photoshopped? Mm-hmm. So he's not really a cowboy and a superhero? <laughs> Son of a Shocker. bitch! According to the Daily oh, Mail... I don't believe anymore. According to the Daily Mail, a majority of the 4,500 digital trading cards already sold by Trump appeared to be based on unlicensed and copyrighted photos. <clears throat> Even more shocking are the allegations that many images were taken straight from high-profile companies such as Men's Warehouse, Amazon, and Walmart. Hmm. Amateur move, if nothing else. Yeah. At least, like, get them out of, like, Benetton and... <laughs> tisk tisk. <laughs> Those things were, like, apparently, like... I don't know if he was doing, like, an NFT or he also said it was going to be trading cards. I think you could call an NFT a trading... I don't know. NFT, trading I thought card. NFTs weren't actually, like, physical. They're not. So how can he be a trading card? He doesn't. He doesn't know his left from his right. So who who knows? Dude, what he how thought. sick would it be? You rip open a fresh pack of Dons with that stale ass bubblegum in it. <sighs> yeah, dude. Even more shocking are the allegations. Many images. Were, oh, I already said that. I think the shocking part is that forty five hundred sold. Oh, I'll get to that. I thought it'd be a lot more than that. They sold. This is all after the fact because that NFT collection sold out in twelve hours, raking in four point four five million. In Ethereum, which translated to U.S. dollars. Which is actually zero. <laughs> Somebody paid for it, though, so. so yeah, Sussex County. <laughs> I'll tell you where to find them all. <laughs> <laughs> I know you can find at least one in my dad's house, probably. Your dad's hard drive. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> one NFT already sold by Trump featuring the embattled businessman turned politician dressed as a fighter pilot. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> was allegedly taken straight from a Shutterstock image. The real Maverick. So he didn't even, they didn't even try at all. The real Maverick, dude. (laughs) Fuck up anybody. Another trading card featured Trump dressed as an astronaut was allegedly taken directly from NASA. I mean, if you're going to steal an astronaut image, you might as well steal it from NASA. You better shoot for the stars. He's not going to steal it from SpaceX, dude. Like some kind of fucking chump. I mean, 
Amazon, Walmart. I think it's great. I think <laughs> amateur move. I think he's... amateur fucking move. I miss him. I miss him every day. I miss his headlines, but I don't miss him personally. <sighs> he's just a fucking such a well of entertainment. Well, and every uh, every major news publication like made their entire like their entire profit margins off of, oh Trump tweeted again Ugh. and everybody's like yeah I, by the end we're like yeah we get it and like I think uh, probably around 2017 people should have stopped being surprised when someone's like can you believe what that Trump did dot 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 like yep. just instantly answer me yeah I can believe it I that's how I ended up I was just like yep uh, speaking of Donye <laughs> I was watching uh, the uh, January 6th committee thing on yesterday, actually. And I was watching it, and my mother was sitting there next to me. And she's just, like, pointing to people behind, like, the committee members. Because, like, behind them, there's just a bunch of other jerk-offs in suits. And she's like, who's that? I don't like them. I'm like, I don't know who that is. It's probably just, like, a member of the press corps or, like, a, a page or something. It's like, I don't like that person. I don't like that person. I don't like, like, good. All right. Like, what do you want Great. me to do about that? Great job. It's like, she wants me to ask me questions about, like, representatives from, like, Arizona. I'm like, I don't know. I don't fucking live in Arizona. Like, and what does it matter? Shockingly enough, I don't pay attention to Arizona politics <laughs> at this time on the other coast. Sadly. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ. We'll circle back to the January 6th oh. thing, since you mentioned it. R.I.P. Ashley it, Babbitt. It's also relevant today. No, oh, is Ashley Babbitt coming back from the dead? Oh, no. We'll get there. Don't Aww. worry. Well, in the meantime, also in the news, <clears throat> Kansas universities may scrap algebra requirement because too many students fail it. As a, someone who's never passed a math class in his life, I'm down. <laughs> I am fucking down. Uh, I took algebra in high school twice. How many times do you think I failed it? Twice. Twice. <laughs> You'd uh, be right. What is the... When you... What was the top math class that you took in school? That I did well in? No, that you took in Oh, past. you mean the highest level? Yeah. How but high did you get? Geometry. Yeah. You know what mine was? Pre-calc? Algebra. Uh, you passed it. Yes, finally. Took three tries, but I did it. Mm. I think I passed I passed Algebra 1 before high school, so I didn't have to take Algebra. I didn't have to take... It again, maybe I, I don't fucking know. anything over multiplication. I, I just couldn't do it. Algebra two, my am, brain goes like this. And I'm I like, am just math stupid, dude. When they throw when they throw letters in there, I'm like, <laughs> and punctuation because I can do it's like fuck yourself. I can do fractions and percentages and fucking shit like that all day long because it's just, it's all relative to money. But all the like, I can't even do that. But two plus two is always going to be four, and just there's shit that you can just memorize, but. Like, I just learned how to do tip for, like, when you go yeah. out to eat. I just learned how to do 20% in my head. Yeah, take the decimal point like two one years over ago. times two. It's, it's yeah. the best. And, but uh, fucking... Actually, but, actually, actually, Matt actually had to sit there and be like, now what you want to do is... And gave me one of those, and I was like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I am math stupid. <laughs> and you're just going, blink, blink, <laughs> yeah. blink, blink. I was like, I like chocolate. <laughs> Fucking, as soon as they get into theoretical shit, I'm, I'm out. And, like, the thing is, like, I want to know that shit so bad. I don't. Like, what, what's that one fucking uh, 
Asian fucking scientist dude that was all over the fucking place for the longest time with the long gray hair. Dr. Michio Kaku. Yeah. Every time that dude would just like spout off about shit, I was like, man, I really wish I knew what this guy was talking about because this sounds awesome. He would talk about wormholes and fucking crazy shit. I want to know about wormholes and the Einstein-Rosen bridge so goddamn bad (laughs) that I actually had to wait until fucking Neil deGrasse did that dumbed-down version of uh, that old show, The Cosmos, Mm -hmm. to have him explain it to me. Then I was just like, oh. That shit's crazy. Parables and fucking... Yeah. All kinds of crazy shit. But uh, about one in three Kansas students fails college algebra the first Mm. time around. Some take it several times before they pass. Others get so frustrated they drop out altogether. With that, the Kansas Board of Regents is considering alternative requirements such as statistics and quantitative reasoning. I don't know what that second one is. It's like if you have this many as compared to this many... You should reason to go with this. like. Oh, so if one I'm, hand has four apples, the other hand has a apple, which has more apples. <laughs> yeah, reasoning. That's what I'm assuming. Yeah. I also don't know. So <laughs> who gives a fuck? Don't Dude, get your education on a podcast. You wouldn't get anywhere in Kansas. <laughs> uh, let's see. I da- see nothing wrong with that at all. No. Uh, down the college algebra road, which is really not necessary, said the vice president of academic affairs for the, for the board. It's not practical, it's not really needed, and it's not relevant for their fields. They want uh, different paths through the math curriculum, depending on their course of study. So if you're going to be a chef, you don't really need to learn Pythagorean's theorem super well. Yeah, it's like, how many cream puffs are on that? Like, gotcha. How many, how many ounces go in that creme fraiche? Yeah, as long as you know like the ounces and that type of shit, and that's how many just... pints are in a gallon and shit, you should yeah. be fine. All that's just conversion and simple arithmetic, really. That's the shit I like. Simple. And it's incumbent on it's incumbent on us to be aware of the roadblocks that are out there for the students. And I urge us all to find ways to find the bandwidth to keep this moving along. So huh. get rid of algebra. Shit stinks. Just like that story. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I was thinking about chefs the other day. Um... Do you know how, like, some people, like, they just take pictures of their meals and post it on the internet? It's not, like, an uncommon thing. Boy, do they. What do you, do you ever see, like, the, like, some people are, like, it'll be, like, yo, my girl knows how to throw down in the kitchen. And then, like, the the plate in front of them is, like, the world's most overcooked chicken cutlet, <laughs> three green beans, and, like, a, an ice cream scoop's worth of, like, mac and cheese. Sure. And just, like, oh, yeah, dude. Looks, girl's fucking killing it. <laughs> <laughs> looks like a real a real fucking prize. It looks like you fucking peeled the fucking plastic off the top of it, threw it in the microwave for four minutes, and just went to town. It was just a ready... Uh, it's like, yeah, my girl knows how to throw it down, and it's like the world's most overcooked steak. What is it, a hungry man? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It looks like a hungry man without the cellophane Not even. It looks like a fucking... What was the, the kid cuisine? Uh, with, the, <laughs> with that sweet dolphin on it. This one's got a cosmic brownie in it. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> I used to just love that because some people actually like, you know, I look, I know how to cook. People are like, I know how to cook. And you're like, oh, that does look appetizing. But then some people are like, yeah, <laughs> like, is, are you in prison? I hate cosmic brownies. <laughs> That's what you took out of that car? <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> hey, what I'm a, a zilch. <laughs> I'm a real algebra student. What can I say? 
I'm a real, uh, real honor roll. Oh, thanks here. for yes ending that one with I don't like cosmic brownie. <laughs> <laughs> it could be worse. Before the cosmic brownie was existed, little Debbie brought those brownies with nuts on them. I don't like those either. Thanks, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, buddy. <laughs> oh I'd, my! I take God. it over a cosmic brownie though. Really? Yeah. That's fucking poser M M&M. and M. Get out of my face. <laughs> that went absolutely nowhere. Good job. What do you got? Which what's in your hand? Let's see. <laughs> fucking zero. <laughs> uh, San Antonio oh, couple is uh, facing charges after investigators said they abused their daughter for years until she managed to escape. The couple. Uh, the investigation began when staff at an Amazon fulfillment center called 911 to report a small child running across a highway. Uh, They determined she was 13 years old, despite uh, some people mistaking her for a toddler. So the reason I printed this out... sure was it Percy? Oh, man. His little antics? (laughs) (laughs) Percy and his antics? What a rascal. (laughs) I'm telling you. Uh The investigators said that when they searched the home, they found surveillance cameras in the home. And a review of the video revealed the suspects uh, being nonchalant and they would prepare this drink for the girl. And they described it as like a milkshake. Mm. It comprised of ice cream and approximately half a bottle of very strong cough suppressant that most of us, most of us would take for to get a good night's sleep. I'm assuming NyQuil. I was assuming Everclear. <laughs> it's a nice moonshine. A cough suppressant? I yeah. think not. Pass out. You ain't coughing. So the uh, in the video, they could be heard uh, commenting, shoot, we forgot the oxys. Yeah! <laughs> so they're feeding they're feeding this little girl. Scissor with oxycontin. Essentially scissor with NyQuil and ice cream in it. Well, at least she's getting ice cream. That's dairy. That's some kind of... <laughs> nutrient is it <laughs> yeah <laughs> is it that's what i've been telling myself for 43 years <laughs> uh Jeez. let's see uh they were charged with sexual abuse and the wife is charged with endangering the welfare of a child other charges may be filed i don't know man is it sexual abuse if you use ice cream <laughs> it's I mean, she's only just drinking milkshakes. Sounds like a pretty sick gig to me. I don't know. She Free did, oxys? The, the verbiage was that she managed to escape. Well, it could be worse. She could be fucking feet out of a, a badger den. <sighs> At that point, though, why don't you just kill her? I'm just saying free milkshakes, <laughs> free Oxycontin. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Maybe the little kid was a little ungrateful and there's cameras all over the place so like you can see if badgers are trying to get in <laughs> trying to get to your delicious midget feet oh man uh, where was this san antonio ah uh, play by their own rules down in that area tell you what i, t- I tell you what <laughs> oh fuck dude that's all i had in the news do you want to get so, in? Uh, speaking of, uh, or you had something? What were you gonna say? I was gonna, I was gonna circle back to the January sixth thing. Oh, I, I do got one. Fuck! What was that? God damn it! I don't have any data or anything to back this up. 
But do you think, I think probably about 20% of vegans want to save animals because they can, because they want to fuck them. I, I would have, uh, I'd support that. And I think everybody who practices bestiality is vegan. Because why would you want to kill and eat something you can fuck instead? Mm. It's just more, um... <laughs> more girlfriends and boyfriends out there for the vegans, I guess. It's true. But yeah, I mean... I'm not saying every vegan fucks animals, just... But everyone who fucks animals is vegan? Yeah. Yeah. It just makes sense. Well, at least vegetarian. Fair. I mean, because some people are into some real weird torture shit. So, you know, maybe they want to, like, you know, keep their... What they fuck, like, veal, you know? In a tiny little cage so it can't, you know, move around a lot. So, yeah, I'm not saying all vegans fuck animals, but I'll say... I'll be nice about it. Like 87%. 87% of vegans fuck animals. They got to. Yeah. I mean, if you love them that much, put a ring on the finger. It's a little suspicious. It is a little suspect, dude. If you, yeah, if you like it, then you should have put a ring on it. And if, he, and if they have like the balls to come to me, he's like, oh, why do you still eat meat? I was like, look, I'm a weak man. If I don't eat that animal, I'm going to fuck it. <laughs> and one of those things goes against God. <laughs> and we both know which side I'm going on on that one. The big JC. <laughs> G-O-D, that's the who. Big G- the G-O-D <laughs> up in the S-K-Y. <laughs> Even though, where was that God? My boy was trying to flee a badger den. I still, God damn it. I still can't stop thinking about that. <laughs> His cute little cheeks. Can you just imagine him just running around in a little chef's coat? I can. Oh. I can. His construction. He would pad. Agree, he would agree with me about vegans all fucking animals. He's uh, if if anyone has the right to slay every animal he sees, it's Percy. It's Percy if he Percy. survived that oh. fucking heinous badger attack. There's in too- fact, he should walk around with a machine gun at all times, just in case he runs into an animal. Damn, I bet his little butt cheeks is like the smallest bushel of apples. <laughs> just a little bushel of apples is running around. <laughs> And I guarantee you people saw him getting mauled by badgers and they just thought it was like They thought it was a fair fight. No, nah, they're they're just like it's like, yo man, these Pixar movies are looking more lifelike by the day. <laughs> I don't like first they gave like the mom from the Incredibles that fucking thick ass. And now they're making this badger versus midget fight look fucking totally lifelike. And he's like, oh, what? Look, he's badges. He's napping. He's, he's nipping at me, ass apples. You know, and <laughs> sounds sounds a lot like him. Core blimey, indeed. <laughs> Damn. All right, people, the purse purse. Uh, so what? Back to January sixth. Oh, a, a day that, that shall live in my heart <laughs> forever and ever. And forever and ever. R.I.P. Ashley Babbitt. <sighs> Her big swinging set. I've got an entry for this week's. Oh, evil tits. Oh, tiny segments. Speaking of January 6th. Oh, shit. This week on evil tits, we're talking about the the one and only congresswoman from Arizona, I think. Oh, Lauren Boebert. Recently, she won her reelection campaign in Colorado by a recount by a thin margin, apparently. Damn. 
she can she can usually be found causing trouble carrying her firearm because she's been nearly tossed out of the Capitol building multiple times for setting off metal detectors with her gun. She was denied entrance to the House uh, the House of Representative Chambers, and she tweets, I'm legally permitted to carry my firearm in Washington, D.C. Washington, and within the Capitol complex. I mean, I guess I if, mean, if you want to flex, then... Uh, it's a pretty good flex, dude. Carrying your gun in the House Chambers. She's facing, <laughs> she, she's facing growing questions about her possible involvement with the Capitol storming on January 6th. Whoa, whoa, they're just throwing charges at her now. In the hours like haters to me. In the hours leading up to it, she tweeted things like today is seventeen seventy six. I mean that's just You think where there's smoke there's fire or this is just a smear campaign? Maybe she was just had a really old calendar. Oh, speaking of smear. Ooh. They would. Uh, they're probably trying to smear those massive juggalos. She's oh, got dude. On her you have internet access on your phone. See Barely. If you can, see if you can pull up an image while I read this a little bit, because I'm definitely adding this in post. I have one percent battery life, and in uh, in June 2015, nope. <laughs> Bobert was just tr- trust me on it. Then there, I've seen pictures of Bobert sweater puppies. I I pulled a few fucking seeds out of that. <laughs> Back in June 2015. Bobert was cuffed for disorderly conduct mm. at a country music festival near Grand Junction, Colorado. After police said she attempted to interfere with, in the arrest of minors busted for underage drinking, she, she encouraged the accused to run. Sounds pretty sick. I mean, yeah, it sounds like a fucking co- like the cool lady. She sounds like a party. <laughs> I mean, I'll get to that. <laughs> she missed two court dates and charges were eventually dropped. September 2016. She's charged with careless driving and operating an unsafe vehicle after rolling her truck into a ditch. She failed to show up to court a month later. She was uh, a warrant was issued. It's 2017. She was booked again. Ultimately, pled guilty to the charge, paid a $123 fine, and the careless driving was dropped. You know why? Fucking judge was like, damn, man, you got goblin heads in those she, shirts? She wore Look a, at those things. She wore a low-cut shirt, that's why. Jesus Christ. September 2010, she was arrested after a neighbor accused Bobert's two pit bulls of attacking their dog. The dog narrowly escaped uh, after jumping into a van. The legislator, <laughs> the future legislator... Pl- <laughs> I just thought of a dog like jumping in a van and speeding away with his little <laughs> paws on the steering wheel. I'm getting out of here. <laughs> she pled guilty <laughs> to a single count of dog at large and paid a set, paid a seventy-five dollar fine and walked away from it. Dog out, dog at large sounds like it'd be like a Rob Schneider movie. So, the reason that she's in this <laughs> that segment more than it got. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't. I don't like Rob Schneider. He bugs me. So you wouldn't watch a movie called Dog at Large? I'd watch it. See, so I'm not saying I wouldn't up. watch it. Yeah. All right, sorry. That was like a Nick Swardson movie. How's that? Is that better? <laughs> That's softly silly. Okay, Jesus. Grandma's Boy 2, Electric Boogaloo, oh. maybe. So the reason I'm bringing her up today is because recently they're back in the news again. Shocker. Oh. Because These haters, man. Well, their neighbors called 911 because the Bobert kids, she's got four kids with that husband. Damn. She was like that after four kids? She's 34. Damn, she's productive getting shit done. Dude. Those conservatives Hard love liar. popping them out. The the um they accused her husband of threatening them and running a um 
running over their mailbox in a 911 call. Man, just hating. <laughs> the audio of the 911 call is on SoundCloud. I listened to it. It's hilarious. <laughs> I'm, I might try and add some in and post. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> You're getting fancy, buddy. I can, I'll try and add some audio and post. 911, what's the address of the emergency? Silk, Colorado. Okay, perfect. Well, tell me exactly what happened. There's a domestic situation happening right in front of my driveway, and now it's, he's driving away, I think. It's bad. It's Lauren Bobert's jackass husband, Jason. He's running over my mailbox right now. Stop, you jackass! Get the fuck out of here! But it's fucking hilarious, because the man said... Uh, the guy, the, the man said that Jason, the husband, ran over the mailbox and threatened everybody in the neighborhood after they warned uh, the guy's son to stop speeding around. The kids in the na- the neighborhood kids were riding around in a dune buggy, so the Boberts were like, "Hey, knock that shit off!" And the and the, um, all the parents are like, "Those Boberts are fucking crazy! Don't mess with them. They carry guns around all the time." I don't think the Boberts like anything that has, has to do with a dune. If you know what I'm saying. Uh, she definitely wears a whack Iraq t-shirt. <laughs> w W H A Q. Yes. I uh huh. I know exactly what you mean. He alluded it was likely Mr. Bober could have firearms on him, and the the wife's advocacy of open carry. This is not their first issue. Uh, for not their first foray with domestic issues. They've had multiple nine one one calls and arrests since two thousand four. Including uh, one when uh, that uh, Jason, the husband, was charged for roughing her up. Why would you rough up a girl that's always got a gun on her hip? And if you got a gun on your hip too, where do you go from there? It's it, true. Eventually, you just put them down and start swinging, and then one thing leads to another, and then four kids showed up. Damn, that's how I want to go out. So, all in all. She's kind Doesn't of. Doesn't she also have a restaurant where, th- like, it's in? She, I'm pretty sure she owns and operates a restaurant where the, the whole like the gimmick of the restaurant is you're free to have like a weapon on you when you come in. <laughs> it even has like some clever ass name or some shit. It sounds cool. It does sound cool. Now, she may be a conservative fucking. Opposite of a libtard, she she may she may be some corn uh, a corn fed fucking fool, but she just sounds like kind of a rascal. Yeah, me. she just sounds like a silly goose, a gun a gun toting silly goose, if nothing else. Yeah, I mean, uh, the only thing that sounds to me like it got harmed is he harmed her, which is that's he's not the one with the tits, so we don't give a fuck about Jason. Uh-uh. The only thing that sounded like I got harmed in this entire situation is the mailbox. The mailbox. And yo, fuck the postal service. What do they know? <laughs> he's he's running over my mailbox. <laughs> I wouldn't even say her tits are evil. I would say her tits are misguided. Big, round, smooth, <laughs> misguided. I think she's a fucking angel. And I think once all these, you know, nutball, like, alt-right weirdos go back into their little hidey holes and you don't see him again until the next goofball comes around. Election, yeah. I think, you know, she'll be doing some, like, fuck movies probably probably around age 40 before she loses it completely. And that's just going to benefit all of us. Mm. 
I mean, I'm hoping like Girls Way or Brazzers <laughs> like cashes in and just scoops her up along with Casey Anthony and just have <laughs> if she like, was smart. And just be like, you know, like the fucking the scissor down to end all scissor downs. And it's just, you know, Bobert versus Anthony, <laughs> which clam will win. Like no matter which clam wins, we all do as well. You know, it's like, fuck <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you watch the Anthony doc yet? No, I'm thinking about it. I might. Cause, uh, yeah, I'm definitely gonna watch it, but I'm gonna watch it while wearing sweatpants. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm, I'm saying. I, I'm picking I need, up what you're putting. I, I smell you. I need something breathable. <laughs> oh, oh. I think I want to. Maybe we should withdraw her from evil tits. Then maybe she's just who Bobert. Yeah, misguided tits. We'll put her under the potential to be evil tits. Okay, we'll put a. Yep, let's put a pin in Bobert, and maybe we'll circle back around some other. Some other episode in the future. Yeah. Who knows? We She's... got our eye on you, lore lore. <laughs> you fucking minx, you. <laughs> God bless her. <sighs> I mean, I know everybody's like, you know, hates Republicans now and all this shit, but they're just more fuckable than Democrats. Mm. I'm sorry. When it comes to titty games, other than AOC, the Democrats ain't got shit. I don't know. We oh, did, Nance Nance. We did get into Big Nance a Nance, few episodes Nance. ago. Oh, Nance Nance Chicken Dance has a <laughs> fucking uns. God damn. I'm just waiting for the day AOC does something evil so she can make the list. The AOC versus Lauren Boebert Foxy Boxing. Oh, man. Uh, 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 AOC is a Puerto Rican from the Bronx. Uh, she fills out them nice butter Tims. Dude, With Boebert has no gun. She's got no shot. No chance. Yeah. She could have that farmer strength or something, but... And she probably did get fucked by her dad. <laughs> so she probably has, like, all that built-up rage and shit. AOC's like And wait, and you said, you said her... You just said it. Her husband was roughing her up, so you know she can take a punch. True. But... <laughs> fuck, I don't feel good about that either. <laughs> but... We don't know. Jason could be some fucking little fucking pussy. And maybe he's not on par with a nice right hook from AOC. I had to see what the guy looked like after that story. And, and her I, supple caramel cheeks. He looked like Brock Lesnar. Oh, shit. So He's probably a cop. <laughs> he de- he has cop face. Or at least a Pantera That fan. cop face cocksucker for sure. <laughs> That's a Yeah. That's an officer cocksucker face for sure. I like to throw my wife around the kitchen while I'm listening to Five Finger Death Punch. Shit. <laughs> so, so stupid. Yeah, yeah, Lauren's, yeah, Lauren's just misguided. Misguided tits. Yeah. I'll withdraw her from the evil then. She has the potential, though. Definitely. You know. She's, uh, uh, we're scouts and we're keeping an eye on her for the future. We gotta see how this January 6th committee thing actually completely pans out over the next... Years so yeah, because uh, she could find her way back to Washington. Um, I mean, she's already going back. She just got reelected. Lauren, Lauren Bowers going back to Washington this time. <laughs> it's personal. It's personal. I want. I think open carry would be a lot cooler if people just picked weapons other than guns. Like, what do you think? Like samurai swords. Like some kind of saber. Yeah. How about those those sick ass uh, swords that she, uh, Sikhs carry, those curved? Oh, scimitar. Yeah, that'd be sick. Or even just like 
Can you open like a nineteen forties cop billy club? I mean, that's you can carry that. I'm sure. Like not like the little collapsible batons, that goofball shit. I'm talking about no, the, the wooden one, the that ones they, you usually you know like go through the fence and just like hit every little bar on the fence. Yeah. The the one that they swing around with that funny that fun little leather strap. Yeah. I know I would exactly just find what you mean. so many just like drunk Irish men and just like here, here's this Billy Club. <laughs> Go nuts. Go out there. I want you to do some day drinking, and then you just what happens happens. Every day is St. Patrick's Day, Patty. It, it, yeah. As soon as the sun goes down, you got to walk home. You can't drive home. You got to walk home. And what happens between here and there happens, man. I mean, that's just the way the world works now. Yeah. I now, think open carry would be cooler if it was. I mean, guns. Yeah, guns are awesome. I mean, I, shooting guns is fun. I don't give a fuck who you are. But I just think the open carry thing would be, if it was dealer's choice, pick your own weapon. I want to open carry a crossbow. <laughs> Looking like Norman Reedus? <laughs> yes. Like, I I just want to see, like, who could just, like, out crazy everybody else with their choice. Like, I want to see somebody just walking down with just, like, a mace hanging off their belt. I'm thinking with those those two headed axes that Gimli carried in Lord of the Rings. Oh, those were dope as fuck. It, <laughs> it's like the it's like the weight of a double sledgehammer, and it has bl- like razor sharp blades on either side. I want all those fucking white people that swear swear to God they're like a third Indi- a Native American. I want them all to be forced to carry tomahawks, <laughs> and I want them to be forced to tell a story about how many scalps it's taken out and shit like that. You ever thrown a tomahawk? It's kind of fun. Why would I ever find myself in a situation where I had to throw a tomahawk? Anyway. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What is this, 1880? Sure. Jesus. Sure. Yeah. What would your What would your weapon be? To if open carry? It was a dealer's choice. I'm carrying two swords. One, for, one for either hand. Like a broadsword, a samurai sword? Samurai sword, for like sure. Cavalry saber? Nah, samurai sword. Like one so sharp that you you drop a, a ribbon of silk on it and it cuts it by just falling oh, onto it. Fancy. Yeah. Real real Tom Cruise shit. Hmm. I was thinking either a musket. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? Because I just wanted like somebody to be like talking shit to me, right? You mean like the, the, yeah. the fucking <laughs> Elmer Fudd one that has a fucking... Oh, the, the big fluted end? <laughs> yes. No, no, no. I just like regular like Civil War era musket, but I just want someone to talk shit to me, and I'll just be like, "Sir," and then just like take it off, you know. Then you have to like take the, to the rod the out and shit, pack the powder down and all that shit. Oh, just shit like that would be that would be sick. And what the fuck else, dude? I just want to find something like the most obscure thing that no, like a boomerang. <laughs> Or some you shit. Can, you can carry a boomerang right now. Not, but not like a fucking yeah. But it has to be like purple and made by Nerf. I want like, cause I just want someone's like, oh, there's like a grasshopper on your shoulder, just like wah, and just fucking <laughs> knock that fucker off there. And then it comes right back, and you're just like, and I'm sure like <laughs> when you do it, like go- coins fall out of it, and you get a one up. <laughs> be sick, dude. Yo, your open carry thing should be the a blue turtle shell. <laughs> I don't need to explain why. It should just be a blue turtle shell. Just piss off everybody. Can you imagine that shit? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck with and me. And if people are like, what the fuck did you do that for? It's like, <sighs> well, if, you, if they didn't want us to use it, they shouldn't have put it in the fucking game. You know? <laughs> Fuck with me. <laughs> yeah. I dare you. 
Oh, dude, if you pull up behind somebody in traffic and just put your arm out the window with a blue turtle shell in it, and they just be like, ah, fuck me, you know? God damn it. They would just pull into the shoulder immediately, and you would just be cruising right along. Man, dude. Uh, so, yeah, I would carry a blue turtle shell and a banana peel. I was going to say, speaking of Mario Kart and those weapons you throw, yeah, one of my favorite... <laughs> One of my favorite memories. Shout out, shout out, Max Davis. Hopefully, future guest of the on the pod. If he knows what's good for him. Yeah, or else he was following me one time from a show to a, a place to eat, Biter. and I had a banana peel, and I threw it out. I threw it out the window like directly up, so it would land straight down, and he would run it over. Yeah. So he ran. It over. He ran it over and started swerving his car. <laughs> that's pretty good. Like he classically hit one in Mario Kart. Yeah, and I was like, that's pretty good. That's well played. Well played. Maximus. I miss throwing stuff at my friend's cars. Yeah. I think the worst one I ever did was we were like my the the very first band that actually traveled out of state for shows dead and buried. We didn't have a van or anything. We had to pack cars and go places. And one time in the back of a. Will, our bass player's car, and I had to pee, and I had an empty bag of Doritos, so I pissed in the bag of Doritos. <laughs> cool Ranch 3D, when 3D Doritos first came around, that's how old we were. And then I kind of like twisted the top of it and just hucked it behind us, and it landed right on the windshield. You essentially made a, a yeah. piss water balloon. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty great. I miss throwing stuff out of car windows. Littering is dope. Littering is pretty good. <laughs> like, pretty silly. Oh, it's going to kill the earth and turtles and shit. Yeah, like, I get it, but it's fucking sick. So sick, dude. Has that turtle ever lapped you on Rainbow Road? That's true. Exactly. One time... If uh, I don't shove a straw in that little fucker's nose, <laughs> how am I going to get his blue turtle shell? <laughs> it, it exercised my Second Amendment right <laughs> to get fucking Waluigi out of my way. Jesus. <laughs> One time, uh, my old guitar player and, and me were driving up or down 95. And I. We're driving down 95, oh. and somebody was driving like a real cunt, like tailgating oh. us and shit. So th- at one point, we got next to their car, and I had a half full soda can, and I beamed that fucker at that guy's car, and it hit the windshield and it exploded in such a fury. <laughs> I was so satisfied. One thing I remember, I do remember. I actually feel kind of bad about it, but it's still kind of funny. Is we were going down Kirkwell Highway. I was late teens, so I should have known better at this point. But there was just this lady walking down the road, and she had like these big old school plastic frame glasses on. And I had a bag. I was in the back behind the back seat behind the driver, and I had a bag of combos. As you, well, a lot of my stories, I tend I, I tend to have snacks. you tend to have a bag of something. Of snacks. So I'm, I'm always <laughs> snacked up, dude. So I grab a handful of these combos, pretzels and cheese, in case you're curious. I was. And I just wung this handful of combos straight at her. She's coming the opposite direction of us. She's on the walking down the side of the road. And all you could hear was the clack, 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 clack as the combos <laughs> hit her glasses. <laughs> and Jesus Christ. Like, I laughed really hard, but then like a week or two later, I was walking to the bus stop to go to work. And... Somebody just yelled, fat fuck, out the window. And I was just like, oh, fuck you. Hey. I'm like, fuck, motherfucker. Like, you know, man, I'm like, well, at least I didn't get a bunch of combos thrown. I'm like, it's just, oh, God, I'm an asshole, aren't I? 
And so every time I remember that whole situation, I laugh for 10 seconds and then I feel bad for like 12. Well, yeah, all's well that ends well. It was, it was, uh, it was a younger you. You've, you've it, moved on. This thing though, I was like 19. That's, <laughs> I don't count anything I did before I was 25. Oh shit. Well, that's the new rule. I'm down. Yeah. Oh fuck. I did all kinds of degenerate shit before I grew up. Yeah. I remember one time... Fucking, I use the term grew up loosely, by the way. We were... Like, this is back when we were all super horny kids. Uh, I was probably sixth grade, maybe. And we used to fucking always, like, bust this one girl's balls because she was, like, the only girl in school with tits. And somebody was, like... <laughs> Stupid. And somebody was, like... I used to hang out with this, this kid. This one kid... I, I'm not going to out his name there because I don't know what the fuck he's doing these days. But he's like, yo, let me see your titties. She's like, if you really want to see a set of, set of titties, why don't you just look at Dennis's? <laughs> hey. And I was just like, ah, oh, ah. I was like, <laughs> fuck. But it was a pretty sick burn. I know we were having the sick burn contest yes. last week. but Speaking of burns. That, I've been, dude, I've been fucking jabbed a lot. You've been slammed a couple times, huh? I was like, so I should say her name. Just so I was like, yeah, good one to her, but I don't want fucking <laughs> out her either. But yeah, she was like, you want to see a nice pair of tits? Why don't you look at Dennis's? And I was like, fuck me. Well, you got the baptism by fire, I suppose. Yeah, wouldn't be, it'll be the first time someone comments on my girls. <laughs> on my twins. <laughs> Dude. Funnily, they're not identical. They're fraternal. <laughs> <laughs> like all real twins, huh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not those fucking YOTK clones. <laughs> I'm on to you, motherfuckers. See you, you, Abner. <laughs> do you want to get into our top our top stuff? Of the yeah, because if we don't, my cell phone battery is going to die, and uh, I won't have my list. Why don't you go first, then? Do we do the, the best of 2022, or do you want to do homework first? I want to do best of first. So we decided... Keep going. I'm, get, I'm grabbing a thing. Okay. What... A charger. Oh, thank you. That would be very helpful. Uh, we each decide. We decided the number was three because five is too much. But we said, yeah, if we really can't find anything, we can have a runner-up. And um, so I actually have a runner-up for both fucking things because it, so much good shit has come out this year comedy wise yeah comedy wise this has yeah, been has. like the it's like a, it's like a, the rebirth of the salad days and shit it's like it's fucking is it great. working yeah I'm, right, at, cool. I'm up to 18 already sick but um yeah it's just there's been so much good shit out and and the problem was with me with music was everything i thought of from my list of the best of 2022 i i, I was like i gotta double check make sure it was 2022 I was listening to shit from 2020. Mm-hmm. I was like, fuck me. I ran into that same problem. And, uh, yeah, so let me see here. Do, 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 do. My top three specials, uh, comedy specials of 2022. First is my honorable mention, and that is Nimesh Patel's Thank You China. Fuck yes. He's on my list, yeah, too. Yeah, it's a great special. And I think that was 20. 20- was it? I don't know. I thought it was the early. I thought it was early summer. You know what? It could have been January of twenty two. Well, either way, 
Talk about it. Came Fuck, out. now I'm fucking questioning myself. It, well, regardless, it's free on YouTube. It's so free on YouTube. Go the watch Mesh it. Patel. Thank you, China. The dude has some of the driest delivery ever. And the most... His voice will fuck you up. Because you'll look at him, and you're like, oh, that's not the voice I expected to come out of that guy. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, we lost lights. Lost. We lost power. Fuck. We might be right back. Sorry about that. We had a severe technical difficulty, a.k.a. our fucking jail-rigged <laughs> fucking studio. See, even the Wiccan Studios, we, sometimes we get some negative energy. So, <laughs> as we were saying, this is our best of uh, 2022. Nimesh Patel. My uh, honorable mention for specials is Nimesh Patel's Thank You, China. So, uh, my number three... Is Ari Shafir's Jew? That is on my list too. So let's talk about it at the same time. Okay. He is my yeah. He's on. He's on my list too. It is one of the best looking specials. Yes. It's, honestly, it is the best looking special of the year. Absolutely, no question. But I mean, there's actually I can't say anything bad about it. It's it's pretty much a perfect special. Yeah. It's we've we've been over it before. So I won't beat it like to death. Yeah. But it's thematic. Yeah. It's funny the whole time. Informative. And uh I already love Ari's sensibilities and shit already. Yeah. So I liked it. I liked it so much. It was definitely it's on my list too, top yeah. three. It's hit number three for me. My number two is Ron on Hirschberg's jokes from the underground. It's one of my honorable mentions. The reason I put it that high is because I think one of the main things is, first off, it's it's a great special. It's like a nonstop, like, powerful joke after powerful joke. Is the fact that I wasn't expecting anything from it. Yep, same. Like, I didn't expect, like, I had only known the guy from podcasts and occasional um, Instagram clips. And I just, you know, so I kind of went into it cold, not knowing really much. And I was like, and I was just floored by it. And it's like. Kind of, he's not he's not like he's a rookie, but he's probably his, I think it's his first special. Mm-hmm. And for a first special, that's a hell of a one to start off with. Yeah. And that was my number two. My number one, which you probably already know what it's going to be, is Phil Hanley's Ooh La La. Yeah, that's a fucking damn good one. It's it's not the best looking special. It's it's a but it's a club set. What that whatever. That I I. I love pretty much all types of comedy, but the, one of my favorites is just the singular joke, then joke, then joke, then joke, then joke. I prefer that style over the long story jokes. Though I do, I, like, I'm not saying anything wrong with that, but my preference is just, here's a, a two-second joke. Here's another one, here's another one, here's another one, here's another one. Like, And it's simple, but it's just my my preference. And he is just fucking insanely good. I could kind of go either way with the style wise. Yeah. I, and look looks wise, yeah, it did have that that high that high yeah. school picture. <laughs> yeah, did you said it. Picture day background. Yeah. All I needed was like that laser grid yeah, behind yeah, it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I like that one a lot. And the too. pedophile saying say cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it it's a Canadian hippie talking about his life as a former male model. Mm-hmm. And it's it's also free. On YouTube. All, every single one I've mentioned is free on YouTube. 
and you're doing yourself a favor to go watch all of them. Mm-hmm. They're all rel- they're all an hour under. Some of them way under. And that's just yeah. Those are my four. Yeah, I'll, I'll with with that I'll get into my picks too. Okay. Uh, Jew was on mine. I didn't um I didn't order these in any okay. order either. These are no particular order. So we talked about Jew already. And yes. speaking of YouTube specials and under an hour, easy to digest. On my list was Mateo Lane's advice special. Oh, very good. Very good. These are all shit that we've talked about pretty recently, episode wise. But yeah. like we said, this all this e- every episode could be someone's first episode. I, I guess. Yeah. And so, also, this year has been, like I said, there's so much good shit came out, but yeah. it's been real back end of year. Mm-hmm. Like everything started coming out middle of summer forward. True. Like there's stuff that came out beforehand that was great, but the back end of this year's, it's just been heater after heater from multiple people. Mm-hmm. So you have Mateo and Ari Shafir, and what else do you have? I had one more. Oh, comedy, comedy stuff this year. It's not a, it's not a special, but it's a podcast. No, oh. this year I discovered Stuff Island. Yeah, it is. It quickly became one of my favorites, and it might be my favorite comedy podcast now. I love it because there's just, it's, there's no gimmick. There's no trick to nope. it. They just and go. normally you, like it's like ah, I don't really you, like a lot of people now are trying to do like a like a like a a gimmick or like a, a theme mm-hmm. to kind of make yourself stand out. Where these guys are like ah fuck that. We're just gonna if we if we don't stand out oh well if we do great whatever you know and it's just if you haven't heard my other podcast yet thank you for your services where we rant about work and coworkers and things yeah. like that check that out. <laughs> oh, very that was very smooth seamless <laughs> almost yeah. Tee. <laughs> The other host has great taste in music. Um, <laughs> he will also be a soon-to-be guest on this one as well. Ooh. Yeah, he's a good boy. Brand liners throw him over the coals a little bit. So, but out of those, you wouldn't say any of them. Which one would be would you be your absolute favorite? Mm, I would rank Jew super high. Yeah, as far as specials go. But, uh, well, this is kind of just like a comedy comedy output list of the year it's not not just a podcast yeah. not just a special but that fucking stuff island live set that we saw that was fun is in the top three things yeah. i've done this year period because it was so funny tommy pope fucking crushed i thought about doing a po- like a podcast for in my top three and stuff but all the podcasts that i like uh, it's not like I would have to pick one that I found this year. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like even if it's an older podcast, I I personally would have had to have discovered it this year. And most of the ones that I've discovered is stuff I've already known about. Yeah, I just discovered but, Stuff Island this year, so that's why it's it's yeah. And I think Stuff Island's my favorite comedy thing I it's found this one year. One of my most look. It's my most look forward to podcast. Yeah. Yeah. It's sweet. Now let's get into music. Should I go first? You want to go first? I'll go first. Okay. Since you just went first. Okay. I counted this as 2022 because this record came out in November of 2021. And I didn't hear it until 2022 anyway. All right. Fair enough. Go ahead. And that was uh, 200 Stab Wounds, Slave to the Scalpel. It's a good record. It's a fucking good record. It's a good record. It's my most listened to record of this year. It's oh. definitely my number one. Albums wise, oh. 
uh, and pretty much anything that comes out of Ohio right now. Now, now for the first time ever, I'm giving Ohio like a look see because I'm like, well, there's some good shit coming out of there. I think Ohio's always had a good ear for things that are heavy. And not even just metal. I mean, look at some of the... Cleveland. The hardcore bands that have come out of Ohio. Yep. It's pretty ridiculous. It's it's pretty undeniable. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, I saw them about five times this year. They rip live. And yeah, that's my number one album-wise. Number two is uh, a softer album. It might be homework for you in the future. I haven't decided yet. Yeah. Uh, And that's Cannon's uh, LP Fever Dream. Cannon? Cannons. Like uh, multiple cannons. I, oh. We should open carry a cannon. Damn. Pull it behind you on a little red wagon. <laughs> a little, a little red. <laughs> <laughs> don't get my wick wet, dude. <laughs> I don't know who's going to run up on me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God damn it. Like, say something again. Is he just rolls that ball just right in down of the barrel. You shook a sugar, your lighter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a shook a shook a. <laughs> I'll light it. Oh, God damn. Do you think I'll cave your chest in? Huh? Huh? <laughs> this, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not, I'm not familiar with cannons. Cannons. Well, it's it's dream poppy, but it's not downbeat. It's like it's still upbeat like pop shit. Uh, the songs Bad Dream, Ruthless, and Tunnel of You are my favorites. So start there, if anything. I haven't seen them live yet, but I really want to. Where are they from? I think America. Oh. And this, uh, the LP, it's a great follow-up to the uh, EP Shadows from a few years ago. So, Cannons is my number two. I think people need to come up with better names for their bands. I mean, there's nothing wrong with Cannons, but it's like so many, like, let's just find a word, pluralize it, and a make noun. it a band name. It's like, come on. Nails. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> there's so many. And, like, I'm not saying it makes the band bad. It's like, but come on, just... You're going to stick out better if the name sticks out a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Like 200 Stab Wounds. It's a pretty damn Even good as name. far as death metal, that's it's one memorable. that sticks out. Because A, it's got a number as well as letters, so you can use it as your passwords for all your social media accounts. It comes up first in the alphabetical. It's true. So it's easy, yeah. to, easy to find when you're scrolling through your stuff. On Paul's iPod, it's all number one there. <laughs> that's sadly true. And my my third musical uh, favorite of this year was Putrid Stew, oh. Buried Alive in a Trailer Park. I uh, enjoyed that one as well. Mm-hmm. I'll have to check out Candies. The other two, I actually, yeah, I liked both of those. It's heavy as hell, dirty, fast, everything I love. Com- uh, and like we we're saying, everything coming out of Ohio right now, like yeah. Sanguish Sugar Bog, Fix Your Face Records, like all that shit. Is, everything they put out in that camp is really good i just keep thinking about stew and uh they they, they did a, um putrid stew did a split with fluids that's sick oh, that's, that is super fucking good mm-hmm. they did a shit ton of splits mm-hmm. and most of them were good mm-hmm. actually all of them are good i mean their half's good so those are those are uh my top three musicals this year now what's your battery at you good yeah here okay cool do you want do you need the thing not yet you need the tape wad um or, yeah sure my uh, runner-up, as I said, you know, because I couldn't... It's hard for me to fucking narrow shit down because I'm just a fucking moron. My runner-up is the brand-new author and Punisher record, Cruller. I've went on about them ad nauseum in the past couple episodes, but it's 
great. Yeah, when you it's, assign me Beastland. Yeah, it's just. I keep wanting like I want to say call it techno, but it's not. I want to call it industrial, but it's kind of not. It, if you took '90s industrial and took out all the corny parts, and just made it thirty times angrier, there you go. Like it's for school shooters, yeah, but for <laughs> school shooters that want to get a fucking number up, not just like three guidance counselors. I'm talking people that want to take out an entire gymnasium, <laughs> you know, entire lunchrooms. So we're talking school assembly yeah. shit. Yeah, I'm talking like to where like you can't even have a day of remembrance at school. You gotta wait till the next, you know. Till the freshmen move up to sophomores to even do this shit. Now, now, kids, settle exactly. down. Settle. Oh, so, pfft. author and Punisher Crawler, Crawler, however you pronounce this shit. <laughs> That's that was my runner-up, and the up uh, my two and three. I feel like a cheese dick doing this because I always make a point of saying this with our homework assignments is don't bring your friends' bands to the table because we have no problems talking about that in a different segment saying you should check these records out. I went back just to make sure that that was actually the rule. Yeah. And that's the rule for our guests when they assign oh. us things. We can assign. Well, I tend not to do it. Cause like, if I'll like just say straight up, like, look, go listen to this fancy record. Mm-hmm. I want to sign it as homework. Homework but. is I'll try to get you something that you've never heard of or heard before. Whereas you and I, we don't know all the same people, but we have. There's a lot of cross pollination there. Crossover, yeah. But two and three this year come from bands I'm actually friends with. But I can't help it if my friends be making some good ass shit. Mm-hmm. So my number three this year is a band from Virginia called Terror Cell, and the album's called Caustic Light. If you like a good chaotic, like I say, chaotic hardcore, I mean like the early Hydrahead Records days, chaotic hardcore, not like the new meatily, meatily, meatily shit. I'm talking about just like, instead of focusing on how crazy the time signatures and how much they can jerk off their guitars, these guys just concentrate on playing as raucous and as heavy as they possibly can. And it's some of the meanest sounding shit I've ever heard. And if you're not on the fucking terror cell boat right now, you're fucking missing out because that band's going to fucking tear, it's going to be huge soon. I guarantee it. My number two was New Jersey's ground with habitual self-abuse. Mm-hmm. It's Ground sounds like ground. I mean, it's just... It's just real Neanderthal grind music, but every song is memorable. Like, you can, like it's not like most... Some grind shit, like, you can listen to a 20-song album, and I can say, oh, yeah, what was number two? Sound like, I don't know, just mm-hmm. like three, just like four. Like, mm-hmm. each song has its own little personality, and it's just... Some of the it's it's fast, it's pissed off, and it's heavy, and sometimes that's all you really need. It's no reinvention of the wheel, but it's a fucking sick wheel. And so, yeah, that's my number two of the year. My number one is just a band I've been in, my favorite metal band of all time, and it's Napalm Death with mm. their EP. Resentment is always seismic. Um, I know everybody has this thing about Napalm Death. That, like, oh, you know, Utopia Banished, Harmony Corruption, you know, like, you can only, like, like, the first handful of LPs or whatever, you had that, like, oh, they got stupid after this band, and I disagree wholeheartedly. I think the whole discography of theirs is good, but I love newer Napalm Death. I think they're Try Something Different every single record. It may not be a huge 
like try, but they're always trying something new, and it's always expanding on what they did the previous album, but while still keeping it sounding like Napalm Death. And this was no different. I mean, it's only an EP, it's short, and two of the songs are covers, but I fucking... It's Napalm Death. It's my favorite fucking metal band. It's just typical, just like, just fucking... It's a good mix of like old school, new school grind, and one of the best frontmen ever. Mm-hmm. One of the best lyricists around, and I just love his vocals too. And it's just, it was a great record. So those are my records of 2022. Yeah, those are our tops of uh, 2022. Let me ask you this. One and one. No. In 2023, what comedy special that you know is coming out Ooh. and which album that you know is coming out are you most looking forward to? Well, I will honestly say, after having them on the pod, talking about it, I'm most looking forward to hearing the new Year of the Knife record because I want to hear Madison on vocals mm. and I want to see what they're uh, doing. Because Brandon, God love him, being <laughs> he can be, he can be a real ditz sometimes and a real jokester, but <laughs> that boy. boy that boy can riff, mm-hmm. and I want to see where they've gone. Like they they've done this thing lately where every time I see them, they're leveling up. Yeah, the last time I saw them, and I felt that was at the like the first show back after COVID. Uh, in like July of 2021 at Underground Arts, it was the first show of like, there's no restrictions. There's no, like everybody was just there, just vibing. Yeah. And I think, I think that added to the atmosphere, but they sounded like a professional band back then. And like, like it didn't sound like a show. It sounded like a concert, like instrument wise. And I was like, holy fucking shit. Yeah. So I'm really, really curious, and um, I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to see where they go next. I mean, love them or hate them, like you can't put past the fact that they're one of the biggest bands in hardcore right now. Yeah, and so their live sound should reflect that. Yeah, and it yeah. does. I I I'd be disappointed if you went and saw them and just and it just sounded like a show. You know what I mean? Just another a yeah. couple cabs and yeah, eight exactly. by ten. No, we it's it sounded out with a couple combo amps and shit. Like no, it like, sounded like a yeah. full on fucking concert. And it's nice, you know, that you don't have to give a band you're friends with that compliment of like, oh, it's your uh, best stuff yet. You can actually get into detail and be like, mm-hmm. this song's great because of this, this, this. Because I've thought about this. How many times have you said that's your best set I've ever seen you play, and you didn't really mean it to to them? Any band. Uh, uh, well, I nine ha- times out of ten, nine times out of ten, I am doing a a a a less genuous good set. Yes, or great set. Yeah. If I if I say something like if I if I mean it, I'll say it. But like the the good set thing is kind of yeah. a reflex when you're in bands. Yeah. So, but yeah, I understand what you're saying for sure. I see. I'm always just it's really oh, how was it? Like mid is best. <laughs> I say it to band, but I say that the bands I fucking love, like yeah. watching them play. What spe- is there and a comedy special you're like looking forward to? Comedy wise, I'm looking forward to. Uh, let's see. I want. Uh, 
I don't know. I don't know of anything that's coming out for sure that I'm just waiting on to come yeah. out. Like nothing with a release date. But I would like to see. Uh, I would like to see some more Mark Norman material mm-hmm. because he put out that YouTube special a couple years ago. Oh, or, out to lunch. Out to lunch. Yeah. Maybe it was a couple years ago by now, but I'm curious to see what he puts out next because he I've, did that Netflix thing after that though. I mean like a full on yeah. ju- just Mark Norman right, right. special because I've seen him twice since that's come out and both times they were completely different material. And especially the last time I saw him, uh, I, he did an out, he headlined. So he did a little over an hour and I laughed every 10 seconds Yeah, because like he was t- like he can kind of do stories a little bit, but he can do joke, 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 yeah, joke, yeah. joke, and they were all fucking great. So I would really like to see a new Mark Norman thing, or uh, some more Joe List stuff. I don't think you're gonna see one out of him next year since he just dropped one this he, year. He dropped two. He dropped he dropped this year's material. Didn't he drop two? No, I don't know. I don't Maybe it was so. just it might have just been this year's material. He but. put out a fucking movie. I mean, a movie's good. I mean, that's something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You've got to give him that. Movie's good. Um, Music-wise, I will echo your sentiment of You're the Knife by saying, I'm looking forward to what Sunburst is going to put out next year. But without ball bagging my fucking friends there, I am looking forward to that. But what I'm most looking forward to is there's rumors of a new Dead Guy record coming out next year. Mm. And that just puts a bump in the front of my pants. <laughs> and... We'll circle back if to it guy. happens. But as far as what I definitely know is coming out, I'm excited for the new Sunburst there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's that for that. Special wise, there's two coming out next year that I'm really excited for. One is Big J Okerson's special. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Li- that. Live from Skankfest. Skankfest. And just because it's Jay Okerson, like, there's no better crowd work person. He hasn't put out a dud special yet. He has, and he hasn't put one out in years, though. He's, he's due. He's due. I mean, you can't find a better crowd work guy than him. Well, maybe Voss, but Big J, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. And, him and Voss are neck and neck, dude. And uh, another one I'm really looking forward to is Andrew Santino's special that's coming out next year. Uh, uh, it's It drops January something or other. It yeah, drops so it's like, early. Yeah. Because... Netflix. He's incredibly funny but unless you watch his podcast you or go see him live you don't know he and he's well he's always like in the background because he's acting and shit too yeah but i heard on a podcast it was it was it was a couple of comedians in the room and they were going around saying like you know who i heard has the best hour this year who's touring and they'd be like they were like who 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 and it was andrew yeah, I mean, he's insanely funny, and I don't even know if he's had a full hour special yet. I don't I don't think so. If he did, it's been years, and he's one of the bigger acts going right he's, now. He's a huge draw because everybody knows him from his podcasts, and, uh, yeah. and I guess from Dave and shit. It would just be nice for him to have that notoriety from a fucking super solid special. Mm-hmm. I mean... That it'll stand alone aside from just being that guy from the house party remake. Yeah, exactly. Or something. 
So I yeah, a great so those, point. I'd love that, to see that. Those that's what I'm looking forward to in 2023. We encourage everybody who listens to comment what they're looking forward to in 2023 and what they thought was the best comedy special or podcast and record mm-hmm. of this year. Do you do you do you like stand up comedy? Let us know. Yeah. Because uh, and if you don't, listen to some of these recommendations. Do, do you yourself hate, a favor. Do you hate laughing? You some kind of fucking nutball? Why the fuck are you listening to this? Yeah, thing? exactly. Well, they're not laughing at this. No. Let's do some homework, bud. I'm not, I'm not funny. No, no, neither am I. Yeah, I'm ready for some homework. You want, you want to go first? You, you want me to you go? You want me to go? Well, you should go first because I got a lot. Yeah, well. I, I was an overachiever. Speaking of dead guy. Yeah. I was assigned the dead guy documentary Killing Music. Mm-hmm. Watched it for free on yeah. Tubi. Didn't even know Tubi existed until somebody said, hey, it's free on Tubi. And, uh, and to which you say, what's that? <laughs> exactly. Well, I have a I have a Roku because I'm fancy. So do I. And I watched it right on my gang, TV. Gang. It's great. I, I love I watching love, YouTube yeah. on my TV with the thing. Uh, I loved Tim's Dr. Pepper rip shirt. Oh, dude. They have... Uh, was that, it Doc, the, Doc Popper? Doc Hopper. It's Doc a, Hopper, yeah. It was a uh, like a kind of pop-punkish, heavier pop-punk band from... The same area. That's. Funny. I think they shared some members too. Uh, the 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 guitar player Crispy called everybody Malacas at one point, <laughs> and I about spit my drink out. <laughs> Were you a fan of them going into it, or? Yes. Okay. Because uh, friend of the pod John Wren said, "Listen to uh, 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 Fixation on a Coworker, or go fucking kill yourself." That is the greatest hardcore record I've ever heard in my entire life. And I liked it immediately. And it then I listened to it more, insane. and then I loved it. It is insanely good. This documentary made me fall in love with it. They fucking... Search out the older shit, too. And, and the one after that was different, but it's, it's good, too. They fucking recorded and mixed that record in seven days. Yeah. Which, if anyone listening to this has ever put out music before, that is unheard of turnaround time. Yeah. And it's in the pantheon of like extreme music records. Yeah, like it's on the uh, like. It's just it's one of the best, and that's there's that some of your there's some of everybody's favorite band's favorite band. Yeah, exactly. In the documentary, yeah. what's his name? That guy, the VJ, was showing people the record. People, he was like, you know, yeah. I was showing System of a Down that yeah. let the bodies hit the floor band. Yeah, and everybody said the same thing. This is fucking incredible. So. Yeah. Uh, let's see footage of the, um, oh, footage of the Philadelphia underground arts show. If a civilian, uh, or, uh, you arts, not underground arts, the Philadelphia you yeah, arts show from the nineties. I thought if a civilian walked in off the street, like just some, some random just yeah. stumbled in there, they would hear that and they would like literally keep their children from finding that music Oh yeah, because it was so crazy. You got to figure those shows too. Because uh, it was actually around back then. Like, you'd get just random college normies wo- rolling into those shows sometimes. Exactly. They, they kind of w- like, what's going on here? All right, I'm out. You they know? would be like, uh, <laughs> yeah. run the opposite way. Yeah. Uh, I love their artwork. Yeah. Like, their art style. It was really similar. You know that band, Handsome? Handsome? Yeah. Oh, absolutely know them. Uh, they Some of the artwork is, like, similar looking to that, to my eyeballs. Like, uh, I'm thinking of one in particular. They had some of the best 
merch designs ever dead guy did after watching that like before that doc was over i ordered a dead guy shirt i mean so many bands ripped off dead guy merch designs like sick. not even like recently i'm talking about like Back three then. or four years after they broke up like the death of death the false metal one was like i don't know like every i owned that shirt at one point and i actually tried my best to get my hands on that nirvana rip that they did i one of my other notes was <laughs> the fact that they put that nirvana shirt out post cobain is crazy days after to me days yeah is crazy to yeah. me Talk about a fucking ballsy move. And maybe I don't know how much shittier touring was back then before GPS. Because when I went on my first tour, GPS was brand new. Like, on my very first tour ever, we I borrowed my dad's Tom Tom so that we could go on tour. Mm. Other than that, like... But, like, I'm sure, tour- like, I know for a fact touring would have had to have been so much harder back then. But it sounds like they went on one bad tour and then called it quits. Yeah. And I'm like, that's lame. But, but again. They also had been doing tons of, like, that was their first full tour. Yeah. They've been doing tons of, like, a week here, a weekend there and shit like that. And they've been around. Like, you've actually They've looked. been around. They weren't together that long but in the amount of time they were together they did a lot i think the i think the, the, what the original the, lineup was only i think maybe three years the what i think what the inf, the graphic said was the record came out and they were broken up three months later or something or three no, weeks later before or three that record oh fixation the, came yeah. out that band was already broken up that's what it was they 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 recorded the record played one show with that lineup and then broke up yeah or at least the bass player they never moved played, or something. They, that lineup never played for that record. The updated lineup did. So crazy. Who that, I saw numerous times. I only I only saw the OG lineup once, maybe twice. But the one when the bass player took over on vocals, I saw like four or five times. And how about that fucking reunion show? Oh, that was so fun. Well, I only I saw it's, I didn't see the original reunion show. I saw the one a couple of weeks later in what's that fucking small ass joint in fucking Philly? Is it Kung Fu Necktie? It was Kung Fu Necktie with it's uh, tiny with ground and backslider, and yeah, it was just as awesome. That's there's, a tiny place. They're one of the they were like the first throw your guitars around while you play. Attack the crowd mm-hmm. bands I knew of. Bands that were scary to see. Yeah. Like, I remember everybody used to, like, fucking scream and yell about Dillinger Escape Plan because they would whip their guitars around and shit. And I was like, yeah, that guy did that first. Mm-hmm. I mean... Four years before. I mean, granted, like, Dillinger was doing all the playing extremely more technical m- music, but still. Still. I'm like, yeah, they kind of... You even, even in that documentary, you was people from Dillinger's, like... Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the, what's, that's what oh man! Do. Speaking of that, the fucking uh, uh, I recognized the name every five seconds in that documentary, yeah. and they were all people like, "This is music. It, th- this album is fucking yeah, <laughs> stupid. How good it is." Yeah, all people I knew. So I liked that doc a whole lot. It was a really well done documentary too. It was like I was expecting it to be a little more. I don't know. C quality, but it was like a top-notch quality job. Uh-huh. I don't know who that dude was who did it, but he did a fucking fantastic job. Sure did. 
No, I I couldn't recommend that enough. Watch that document. Watch it for free. Again, yeah. on that's on Tubi. All you gotta do is just download the stupid Tubi app and perhaps and just occasionally you'll have to sit through like a, a commercial, which is eh, whatever. I went and took I went and took a piss or got a drink, whatever. You pissing motherfucker. Mm-hmm. My next homework assignment, I think yeah, this came from Matt. And he told he assigned me uh, soccer mommies sometimes forever. Uh, this did not do it for me. No? I liked it, but it didn't do it for me. The first song, uh, called Bones, I didn't like until it, like, actually kicked in. And if, if the band was, like, support on a show that I was at, I'd watch the set. Right. And I'd be like, I'd be like. But if they were the headliner, you'd be like, eh. I wouldn't buy a ticket to a soccer mommy show. Okay. Nah. It's, it's just not, like, that song, uh, (laughs) That song with you sound started with what sounded like noodly guitar, and then listened a little closer, and I was like, "Oh, it's just synth." Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> and the record is a, it, that record's a little too slow and too downbeat for me. Okay. Like I don't like making myself sad on purpose. <laughs> and that, that's like that's like it's my fucking bread and butter. That's the kind of music where it's like, eh, just. Just go to therapy or something. Just go listen to H2O. You'll be okay. <laughs> not quite that much, but it was uh, it was good. But it's just not it's not for me. Fair enough. I I enjoyed it, but I wouldn't go back to it. Okay. I don't think. That's fair. Yeah. And then he assigned. Um, he also assigned uh, me. He assigned me a heavy record called "Debt" by the band Helpless. Yeah. Another name that sticks out. Real. Uh, I mean, say what you want about soccer, mommy. That fucking name sticks out. I, I definitely. As soon as he said that name, I was like, I know who that band is. See, helpless though. Yeah. Come Not on, so you guys aren't even trying with the name. What do you think of the music though? This is weird to say, but I could actually have done without the blasting. Hmm. Because it's hard for me to like songs that don't know what they want to be like it's kind of like musical ADD where it's like it's like DB part DB part DB part and then blast 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 at a different tempo and then it changes back or something I I can't if it's done well I like that but if it's just like 30 ideas smushed together without any coherency to it it's it just it can be distracting it was that's what it was. It was just distracting to me. Okay. And uh it's hard and I like the like the brutality of it. And let's see, by that song Out of Commission, it started to get better. Uh starting with this song, I noticed how good the production level was too. The bass tone was great, the mm-hmm. drum tone was great. But it's not something for me either. Fair. It's not like it was good, but I would I would not put it back on. And I don't know you're, if I'd... Uh... You're a real wet blanket there. Well, that brings me into Uh-oh. the other assignment that I was assigned by you. And that okay. was Cycles by the band Rotten Sound. Yeah. Loved it. Uh, HM2 guitar done really well. What's that? HM2 is that like buzzsaw guitar tone that they have that okay. many, many, many bands yeah, do yeah, too. Yeah. Like like Nails, Black Breath. like They're... Rotten Sound is one of the first bands I noticed that 
did that, but there's like, like Nasm does it. Yeah, it yeah. stems from like Entombed and Swedish death metal. Yeah. Well, that's where they're from. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, the vocals are actually my favorite part. Yeah. Of the record. And that's rare. Yeah. For heavy shit for me. Uh, production level is perfect. Yep. It's just polished enough and it's it's super clear. Like, like the, the double it's bass clear, is clear, but it's clear. not clean. Yeah, yeah. That's true. And I can tell that they're blasting. Like, I know that a traditional blast beat is supposed to sound kind of muddled. Yeah. But I could, like, I, you could listen close and hear every snare hit. And that, like, that really gets my fucking dick filled up. Because <laughs> I'm like, fuck yeah, they're going fast. Damn. Plumps your turkey, does it? Uh huh. Oh, boy. And uh, I wrote unrelentingly fast. Oh, yeah. That record. That is one of the best intros, mm-hmm. album intros, too. Mm hmm. Because you're like, oh, okay, it's this. And then all of a sudden it's like, nope, 30 times Not faster. Not at all. <laughs> I, re- I, I really, really liked it, yeah. especially after the second time listening to it. And then my final homework assignment was uh, a comedy special by a young Danny Polishuk, yeah. international Jew. What did you think? Loved it. So funny. Also on YouTube, I highly recommend yeah. you watching it for free. It's a... It's very easy to digest. It's, it's only, only about a half hour. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the women's month, uh, de- the the women's month plus d- or day, uh, three inches joke killed yeah, me. Yeah, that was good. See, women already have an entire women's month, <laughs> and now they want an entire national international women's day as well. See, women, you give them an inch, they always want to take a mile. <laughs> <laughs> or in my case, you give them an inch. They always want. They always want to give. They always ask you for three more, and I just can't do that. <laughs> he was a he was a dude. I liked it. Same as the run Ron on Hirschberg special. Is that I didn't know much about him going in, so I went in cold. Like he just been popping up on some podcasts I've seen. I was he's like, fun. Talking about his special, I was like, hey, you know what? I'll check it out. I put on my queue, thinking nothing of it. And I just happened to have 30 minutes to kill one day. I was like, this is 30 minutes. Let's fucking see what's up. You it know? was fun. Yeah, it was good. The joke, New York bike riders wearing a mask with no helmet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's good that you're protected from particles, <laughs> but not like not the ground. Yeah. Like, camp stamp. That joke <laughs> killed me. I wish I remembered the name of his fuck. He, he he does a podcast with Ryan Long that I've been meaning to check out. Like I think it's called like The Boys or something like that. Oh, good name. Something that really is memorable, forgettable. But it's him and it's <laughs> Ryan Long. So I'm like, I really want to give it a shot. Yeah, I laughed a fuck ton at that I'm special. Glad you enjoyed I that. loved it. So that's everything from you, right? Yep. Well, see, as we discussed last episode, I Matt. Knows me, knows what I like, knows the thing. So I trust his taste on pretty much anything. Yeah. Most of it. Like, he still gets into some really stupid pop punk shit <laughs> and country music and, he's a def- and he's rap a pop music punk and defender. stuff. He loves pop punk, country music, and rap music. None of that shit does anything for me. So I actually not only did my own homework, I did yours too. Ah. So. I'm curious what you thought of these two. So I'm going to jump ahead to those. Mm hmm. Soccer Mommy. This is what I've written. I just have little blurbs I have written. Soccer Mommy, Sometimes Forever. Sad Bay, Dreamy Riffs. <laughs> if I was on edibles, this would make me want to snuggle with a hand grenade. <laughs> Seven out of ten. I like it. Fair. I love girls singing sad songs. I don't know why. I just do. You know what? I think I want to inst- institute a new rule. What? Because I like that you just rated it a, a number. You want to start doing that? 
uh, because I'd give it a six out of ten. Okay, fair enough. And where else? Where, 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 where's helpless? Where's helpless? Helpless debt. Noisy ass grind dogs. Cover art was dope. Sounds like a barn fire played through a loudspeaker at a bus station. <laughs> Doesn't do much to stick out, but it's still a rager. Seven out of ten. Mm-hmm. Again, probably six in it. Probably I liked five it. Five and a half. I liked it, but it's there's nothing really. It doesn't have staying power. It doesn't have staying power, and it doesn't stick with you. Yeah. But it was a good listen. I only listened once though. Soccer mommy got three listens. Nice. All right. Now what he gave me, and is a record by a band called Godmother, and I cannot pronounce the fucking album titles, so I just wrote Oobly Googie Vu. <laughs> It's something from whatever Nordic country they're from, but something cold. Probably. I wrote a bunch of Nords playing Unsane and Willhaven riffs. <laughs> the bass and guitar tone are fat and chonky. Could have been longer. Seven out of ten. It was really good. I love the guitar tone and the bass tone. I thought they were fucking great, and it's just like really good. Like it's just like the chaotic hardcore type thing that I love. The really noisy, off kilter shit. It's angry as hell sounding, and it was really good. Um, it did get two listens, and it will probably stay in a rotation because I think it's they it could possibly grow, like grow on me. And I actually went and like hunted down a couple other records from their back catalog that I'll have to check out a later date. But it was really good. Mm. I enjoyed it. Um. So, but, but soccer mommy, I'll definitely keep in rotation. Yeah, helpless, maybe, but probably not. But it was a good, it was a good listen. But the Godmother record could have been a little bit longer. Like it was, what was it? Full length? No, it was EP. Okay, it was like six songs. I wonder what they'll put out next. Yeah, and it, but it was a quick six too. It, okay. it, was, it was short. And then, um, did he give me snail mail or did you give me snail mail? He did. Snail mail. Valentine. It made me smiley and suicidal at the same time. <laughs> it's good. I never thought cussing over synth is going to be something I'd have get stoked about. <laughs> it's a good record. I liked it. Eight out of ten. Mm-hmm. It is really good. Properly rated. It's like right, like I said, same thing I said about Soccer Mommy. I love girls singing sad songs. Mm-hmm. And seriously, cussing over synth. I was like, that rules. I didn't know I'd ever had a thing for that. But I do, apparently. So it awoke in a new level in me. And it will definitely get further lessons. That that was another good call on him. He's a smart boy. What mm-hmm. else do I got here? How about my homework? Is that? It's on here. Hold on. The music. The softies. It's love. I never thought I could finish an entire record without drums and bass. I love how the mood... And pace stayed constant, but never got boring. It's just so damn pretty. Mm-hmm. I was just like, it is a pretty. Record. I made it to song, I think three or four, till I realized there's there's no rhythm section. Crazy, right? And then like I stopped what I was doing. I went through every song and I had to do like the, like the fast forward through. I was like, yeah, not on that one either. Not on that one either. Not on that one either. Not on that one. I was like, but. Normally that's just I'm like oh, I'm out, mm-hmm. you know. I it's like I don't want some like just sitting on a stool guitar music, you know. But this was super good, and it came out in '95. Mm-hmm. God damn it! Oh, <laughs> fuck. suck it! <laughs> Someone has a high protein diet. <laughs> oh my god, that's me. 
It smells like he made it with one of those premier shakes. <laughs> oh. oh, fuck. You gonna be okay? God damn it. You gonna be okay? Oh, fuck. Don't fuck with me. Oh, damn. <laughs> oh, your fucking butt buddy Travis from Iron Price used to... Even when we're out on, on the road, he was just chugging these fucking protein drinks, eating kale chips and shit, and that's what his farts always smelled like. Hmm. And I don't know what happened to the rest of us, but somehow our farts would sync up with his and start smelling like his, and they would smell like his for like a day after. It's like, motherfucker, how does that happen? Guys, that- guys don't sync up our periods. We sync up yeah, our farts. Yeah, our fucking, like, why do my farts smell like Travis? I'm not eating the same shit he does. But anyway, the softies was great. And I was like, this is something I shouldn't like. I'm glad you liked but it. But seven songs later, I was still saying... I shouldn't like this. And then track nine comes on. I really shouldn't like this. And then listen number two came along. I was like, yeah, it's great. Mm-hmm. And it's fucking fantastic. And it's another one. I actually tracked down a couple other releases. And uh, I was like, yeah, I'll listen to these when I get a chance to sit down and actually digest it. Yeah. So, yeah, I fucking love that. And your girlfriend made it a point to tell me, he's like, you gotta let me know what you feel about it. And I told her the same thing. She's like, I'm so happy you like it. Yeah. She showed me that record. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's a good egg there, girl. Mm-hmm. Now, onto the comedy sign you gave me was a guy whose name I had been heard for fucking ever, but I never actually saw any of his shit. This guy named Brent Ernst. Mm-hmm. I hate, like you, I hate skits before specials, but that was actually a pretty funny fucking skit. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Um, this isn't a dig at him. But he's basically an Italian Bill Burr. That's fair. Yelling, mm-hmm. angry, delivery is very, very similar. But it's obviously not him biting somebody else's act or anything like that. He, I actually ended up watching two of his specials. Because when I was looking that one up on YouTube, I sat out there was one that was newer. Mm-hmm. He's, so I, I watched both. I almost forgot about that. He's putting out a third on YouTube, I think, next year. Mm-hmm. So, so we'll but uh, where's the shit? The, some of the shit he's... He, all, what he actually really reminded me of is if you took Bill Burr and Paul Verzi and, and mushed them together. Mm-hmm. Mash their heads together, yeah. wipe away the blood. But go. one of the things he kept saying was like, and like, like how you and I would say, like, this guy's over here just looking like a dumbass. He always said he looks like a dick. And one of the lines that just caught me off guard was like, yeah, the cops are just beating his ass and he's just laying there like a dick. <laughs> and I was just fucking. Uh, and one of the things he said, is he was talking about, you know, like that one chick with tits who could fight. <laughs> talking about, it's like kind of like the first, like I was talking about earlier today in this episode was. That first girl you knew that had big tits, right? And he's like, yeah, you know, that girl with tits who could fight. And, like, as soon as he said it, I could picture the girl in my head. I knew exactly who the fuck it was. I was like, yeah, she was. She was, like, 13, but she had D-cups and could fucking just, like, toss people around, smoke Newports. <laughs> they always do. Yeah, but just they like always that. always do. Um, the, girl- the special you gave me, Principal's Office, is the better special. Like, the other one is very good, but this one's way better. And it went by quick. Mm. Even though it's an hour special, it didn't seem like it was an hour. It seemed way shorter. But it was nonstop joke, 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 joke. It's, just, it's storytelling jokes, but it, it was great. 
It was really good. He's funny. Only thing I knew about him is that Stanhope talked him out on tour a lot, and I was like, he must. Be I never good. actually got a chance to check him out. But I'm like, oh, this is obviously why he keeps getting taken out on tour. So a lot, a lot of big name comics reference him too. Uh, he's fucking. He's he, solid. He's really good. He was really good. He's solid. And yeah. the funny thing is, like, I normally don't really vibe well with like fucking the West Coast comedians, but then I found out that that dude's from New Jersey. It makes sense, doesn't so it? So you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> I get it now. Like, how come he, this guy's based out of LA and I'm laughing at him? Like, oh, wait, he's actually from New Jersey. I got you. He did, uh, he did his actually, like, I know Burt Kreischer's a little cringy sometimes. Yeah. But his episode on Burt's pod was really good. And he just did somebody else's recently. I can't remember off the top of my head mm. right now, but he talked about when the pandemic hit, he moved out of LA and went to Ohio. That's a weird place to go. I know. That's what everybody said. But hang out with Dave Chappelle. I guess, but uh, tax shelter, more yeah. like. But smart. I can't blame a guy for trying. Yeah, you know. I'd want to keep my fucking money too. And so. as long as you're on tour, who gives a fuck? Exactly. You know, Doesn't fucking base. matter. Yeah. But yeah, that, Sol- that dude's solid. So I did a shitload of fucking homework. Yeah. <laughs> like it. It was a lot, but I'm glad I found all like not a single thing that I listened to. No duds. Watch. Disappointed me. Good. I mean, even like the Helpless record, I'd say like, it's still a good record. A 7 out of 10 is still a passing yeah. grade, so. So, yeah. I feel you. Um, I smell you. This week, what I got for you let, is, let me see. I always, I've been shirking comedy lately. Some days, you know, I just don't listen to a lot. But what I've been doing lately is revisiting my old favorite specials. Mmm. And um, so I'm bringing to you two comedy specials. I kind of did something similar. Keep going. I have a record too, but I have two comedy specials. Actually, one of them is not even a special. It's an album. Mm-hmm. That's how old it is. And it was one of the first comedy specials that I said is my favorite special. And that special, that the favorite comedy record, and that record is Funhouse by Dana Gould. Ah, I like Dana. This is cool. He... Hasn't done much in recent years. You sent me that one joke of his. Yeah, it's from... one of my favorite fucking jokes. And, like, that's one of the ones, like, me and my friends were constantly quoting. Like, just ad nauseum. Mm-hmm. It's it's dated, yes, but it's still hilarious. People that are upset by certain problematic things, like making fun of the mentally handicapped, should avoid it. <laughs> But you're doing yourself a disservice because it's fucking great. But he's also wrote some of the best Simpsons episodes out there. Huh. He was one of the main writers of The Simpsons for a little while. Like some of the really good ones too. Like I'm pretty sure he wrote the the Linguo episode with the little robot that Homeroom has. So, yeah. I respect the fuck yeah. out of that. So Dana Gould Funhouse is one of the first records I was like, this is my favorite comedy album I've ever heard. The second thing I want you to check out is the first thing that knocked Dana Gould's Funhouse out of the number one spot was David Tell's Skanks for the Memories. Skanks for the Memories. Yeah, fuck so I know yeah. you know that, and every, I'm pretty sure everybody in the world knows that. I sure as fuck hope so. so it used to be on Spotify. It's not the anymore. one that also knocked Dana Gould out of that number one spot is the special I'm bringing to you is by 
a now deceased comedian, Greg Giraldo, mm. and the special is Good Day to Cross a River. It was uh, the best comedy special that Comedy Central ever put out. Mm. And I actually remember staying up late as fuck so you can catch the unedited version. Mm -hmm. And it is out now the most hyster one of the most hysterical things I've ever heard in my life. I still quote it to this day. Like every time it's foggy out, I'm like, low visibility. Like just like, <laughs> like I quote this that record more often than I do Skanks for the Memories. And it is an untouchable comedy special. And Man. and when you at, when you go back and rewatch it knowing how like how his life ended up, it's it's dark now. Like it's you're looking, you're like, oh. I, <laughs> like oh, but I think he's I think he's the one person above Patrice who I wish was still alive. Yeah. If I had to pick one out of the two, they're fucking neck and neck, but if if Geraldo got to live to see twenty twenty two, fuck dude. He, it's he's so fucking smart. He, he is, dude, and it's like one of the biggest. It's so funny. Best special. He has another. He has other specials, but that's my favorite one. That's the one that I just played. I, I had. A, I just played the VHS. I had of it over and over and over and over. It's good day to cross a river. Good day to cross a river. Gotcha. As one of the fucking funniest jokes ever. Was like, yeah, I was just sitting on a, a subway platform and somebody just yelled out, Hey, yo, Monica, you got AIDS. And he was just like, <laughs> damn, that's how they tell you? <laughs> I figured there'd be a doctor with charts and just like, oh, fuck. So, like, yeah, for like, as soon as that special came out, me and my friends were always like, Hey, yo, Scott, you got AIDS. He's like, shit, shit. Like, we would just, we beat that, we beat those jokes into the ground. Fine. So, Dana so Gould's Funhouse and, and Greg Drotto. Good day to cross a river. Musically, what you got for me? Musically, is a band. I don't know how to pronounce the name, so I'm going to butcher this. It's, I think it's Yatja. Uh, Yatwa. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Now, what the name? Do you know what the name is? I only know it because I heard them say it. No. Once I found out, like I saw the name, and I was like, "This looks stupid." Uh, and so then, did I. And then I saw them, and I was like. Holy fucking shit! I saw the I saw the name. I was like, "This sounds. This is. I don't want anything to do with this." And then one of my comic book friends was like, "Well, what that name really is, and what it is, is if people have seen the uh, Predator movies, it's the actual name of the race of aliens the Predators are." I've always wondered what the name was of yeah. that thing because, like your classic, like Alien versus Predator. Let's say yeah. it's a xenomorph. Okay, now what's I'm the like, other what the fuck's he called? The Predator? It's a Yatua. That's yeah. interesting. I never so knew that's that. What the name's from? What's the What's the record? The record is, I believe, it's 2021 because it was one of the ones I wanted to make the fucking list. It's called the Lurch. Okay. And is that L U R or L E R? L U R C H, okay. like lunch with an R instead of an N. Mm -hmm. mm, lunch. Go get some Lurch. Go get some, go get some Lurch. Hallelujah. Ugh. But uh. It's what most people would call like art grind mm -hmm. these days, but it don't take that as a dirty word. I've seen the band. I'm prepared for this. I'm yeah. I'm excited. In fact, it's a good mix of noise and grind together. Good. 
I'm looking forward to it. It's just extremely well written and done. Mm -hmm. And I'm interested. So you've seen them live before. They blew me the fuck away. I haven't yet to see them live. I went to the underground arts show. It was, it was a double show. They did a show in the main room and in the black box and they would do, it was dueling stages, Mm. but one show it was, it was blood incantation. Yatua played jarhead fertilizer played. Mm. Um, other bands played, oh, this fucking, uh, I think Japanese or some, I, I, th- I'm, I want to say Japanese grind band played and I forget their name right now, was but it they, Japang? it was Shapong. That's yeah. who it was. They blew, they, Indi- they blew, yeah. that's some, yeah, they blew me away too. <laughs> their drummer ended up staying in the States after that. That's cool. He joined bandit. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> good job. Yeah. They needed a good, well, I was, well, when their drummer wasn't in the band anymore, I was like, who the fuck is going to play that? There's yeah. your answer. So They outsourced. Makes perfect sense. <laughs> they took our jobs. <laughs> they outsourced. Good boys. No, but that show was like nuts. And I saw Yatua on that Damn. show and I was like, fucking Fuck shit. Jealous, dude. So, uh, keeping up with the grind kind of thing. Ooh. Your assignment this week is an album called Skag by the band Skag. <laughs> Some creative stuff. S-C-A-G? S-K. Okay, that might be a little easier to find. Uh, I'll send, I'm pretty sure it's on YouTube. I'll send okay. you the link and shit. That's good. But I think you'll like it's it. Some grindy stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, also comes out of that Ohio camp. So oh, I was going to say, is it German? No. Ohio. So yeah, German. <laughs> and your comedy assignment this oh. week is an easily digestible half hour oh. on YouTube. And that's Brody Stevens. R.I.P. to another one there. The special's called The Half Hour. I thought and and much like a lot of those Comedy Central specials, yeah. they threw it up on the YouTube channel. Nice. So it's easy to find. Brody Stevens, for those who don't know in a lot of people who aren't like in comedy don't know how fucking unique that guy was. Uh, I only know him from shows. Mm-hmm. What I mean, like there used to be the show I used to watch pretty regularly on Comedy Central called At Midnight. Chris Harwick used to host it. I used to watch it because it always had the like the guests you had were always comedians. I remember that show and vaguely. He was on there a few times. I'm like, oh, this guy's pretty funny, but I never got around to. Uh, like digging deeper on him, you know, he is silly beyond silly. And like, then like you hear like all my comedians I respect are talking about how great he was. I'm like, Every I should really check it out. And I just have never one. actually followed through to check it out. So, okay. So yeah. Yep. That's the half hour by Brody Stevens. And I know he used to, his main job was he was the constant warm up act for like the Conan O'Brien show on TBS and Chelsea lately. Yeah. He was uh, one, of, one, one of his favorite like bit like things. It's not even a bit, but his thing would be listing his credits to the audience. He'd be like, <laughs> like he would lambast the audience if they weren't having a good time, or he would single out a person and be like, "Why didn't you laugh at that, sir?" And he'd be like, "I did warm up for Chelsea lately, one thousand episodes." Like, like, well, you you gotta watch that special. That's and anybody fun. who doesn't know who that is, just trust me. If you're gonna look up one thing I said today, that's the one. 
Look up Brody Stevens on YouTube. That okay. motherfucker makes me right. giggle. Like a nice guffaw. Uh-huh. Nice chortle. Shit. 13. Mm-hmm. The episode where the power went out. Yeah. But they'll never know That's that. spoopy. Spoopy, dude. You got anything else for anybody? Nah. Yo, man, why don't you hit that fucking intro music? Uh-huh.